Hey guys, welcome to Workforce Rebels, your comprehensive resource for freelancing in any industry. SPs, LPs, and LLCs, oh my. In today's episode, we're going to give you a crash course in legal business structures. For a readable version, check out our blog at www.arh-creative.com. To learn more about becoming a freelancer, visit our website and click on the Workforce Rebels tab. We're putting together an entire hub of resources to help you get started and start growing. If you've listened to our Freelance 101 series, you'll know that part of starting your freelance business involves choosing your structure. While most freelancers just choose to operate under a sole proprietorship, it's still a good idea for you to understand the basic nature of other structures going forward. This is important for two main reasons. One, if your business goals change at any time in the future, knowing about your other options will save you time as you work towards restructuring your business. Number two, even if you intend to remain in a sole proprietorship indefinitely, learning about the other structures and how they compare to yours will help you fully understand what you can and cannot do and what you need to do as part of your current business structure. Before we get started, here's a note. As our business is based in the USA, this episode will be covering national business structures as detailed with the US Small Business Administration. For the most accurate information for your country, please see the equivalent department on your government website. So let's get to the good stuff. Here are the main business structures and how they differ from one another. First, let's talk about the most common and the easiest way to set up a business as a freelancer, sole proprietorships. As you can probably guess from the name, these consist of just one person. Because of that, the name of the business is usually just the name of the person, but you can also set up a trade name with your state government. You can find more information on how to do this on your state government website. Financially, most if not all of the money you spend will need to be from your own pocket. This is because banks tend to be reluctant to lend money to sole proprietorships, and you cannot sell stock as a sole proprietorship. Your taxes will be filed as part of your individual tax return, but you will also be required to pay quarterly taxes. More information on this, as well as other helpful links, can be found in our blog post. One of the easiest things about sole proprietorships is that in most cases, you're automatically considered a sole proprietorship if you don't register as any other kind of business. Liability-wise, though, sole proprietorships are not considered a separate entity. That means that your gains and losses are lumped together with your personal assets and liabilities, and you are held personally responsible for any debts or other legal ramifications. Next, we'll talk about the second most common structure, partnerships. There are actually two different kinds of partnerships, limited partnerships and limited liability partnerships. If this gets confusing as we run through this section, we highly advise that you go to the blog post where it might be easier to sort out. Both of these versions involve two or more people. Different states have different requirements for the business name of either structure, but most often you're able to use your own names without registering. 
any other name will need to be registered with your state government. Financially, the profits are passed through personal tax returns. But if you're using a limited partnership, the general partner will also be required to pay self-employment taxes. We'll get to that in a minute. Registering will need to be done according to the guidelines of your state. So you'll see that on your state website. Liability-wise, this is where the two versions differ. The type of partnership you choose to form will determine your liability. In limited partnerships, the general partner has unlimited liability and control, and everyone else involved has limited liability and control. In limited liability partnerships, every member has limited liability. LLPs, limited liability partnerships, also protect each partner from debts and from the actions of the other partners and resulting ramifications. The third most common structure is called a limited liability company. This can consist of just one person, but can consist of more. Name-wise, different states have different requirements for the business name. You'll likely need to pay to register your LLC with the state of its operation. Financially, profit and losses will be passed through to your personal income without charging corporate taxes, but this means that you're still considered self-employed, so you'll need to pay self-employment taxes. To register an LLC, you'll need to do it according to the guidelines of your state. If members of the LLC change, some states will require that you dissolve the entity entirely and register a new one. It all depends on the state that you live and operate. Liability-wise, this structure allows you to take advantage of some of the benefits of a partnership and the liability protections of a corporation. In this case, each member's personal assets are protected from the consequences of the business, such as debt, bankruptcy, or lawsuits. While there are several other business structures to consider, such as different kinds of corporations or cooperatives, the structures we have already mentioned are the only ones that can be considered self-employment. If you own a corporation, you're typically considered an owner slash employee. For more information on this, visit the U.S. Small Business Administration website or the website for your country. If you have any questions on the material covered in today's episode, please leave a comment or reach out to us on our website. If we don't know the answer to your question, we will find someone who does. Before we go, here's one more important note. Remember that while we do have over a decade of freelance experience under our belt, we are not legal professionals. Please be sure to consult your legal representative before forming any business. And don't forget, you can get even more information on all of this in the Workforce Rebels book, or check out our new freelance hub on our website for even more resources. Thank you for listening to Workforce Rebels. We hope our content helps you grow your business and realize your goals. To help us continue to provide you with high quality content, please be sure to give us your support by liking and following this podcast or follow our blog at www.arh-creative.com.